Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Awami Theatre podcast. My name is Liam, and I am the creative director of Awami Theatre Company. Uh, today, I am joined by Michael Southern, and um, I'm very excited. It's our second episode, so we'll just jump right into it. Hello, Michael. How am you? Oh, I'm not too bad, Liam. How am you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, should we start off? Do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so uh, I'm a, a predominantly a playwright who uh, works in theatre, um, do uh, written, written for a bit of radio too, and uh, also a poet as well. Sort of. So just uh, if if it involves words, I'm. I'm usually the... You're there to do it. That's where you'll find me, really. <laughs> and um, so did you... What did you... You went to university, didn't you? Yeah. So, so uh, went went to university, did a degree in uh, drama, performance and theatre arts at Staffordshire. It's a, re- a really good course. Like, like I think because it's really small. It's a, it's a really... Like, it was a really small... Sort of university, but the the course is sort of really, uh, really, really intense and a really, really good three years. So, mm. um, and then when it when it got to third year, I so I sort of went there really maybe with a eye to further on to go for further actor training. Um, once I'd left, uh, but I, uh. Third year, I enrolled into the one act playwriting module. Uh, really enjoyed it. I think the word journey sort of overused a bit, but that was sort of really what it was. Um, and got some really good feedback. And people said, you know, you should probably think about doing this more. And uh, yeah, just sort so of. So is that what there, kind really. of is that what kind of sparked you to start doing the the writing stuff? It was it's it was from uni more than anything earlier than that. Yeah. Well, I think sort of, um, I think sort of uh, the telling stories really had always been like a thing. Um, particularly, so, like I love hearing other people tell stories. You know, when there's like, like you be around the pub or you know, with with family that you've not seen for a while, and you've all yeah. got to got to catch up. I think it's like I'm really um, interested in like rhythms of speech. And sort of like when it gets to the funny bit and the and the sort of the payoff of the main story, I think that's like uh, that's what. And then I realised that you know, like you, know, you can write this down, and then yeah, I just uh, became really interested in that. And uh, luckily, it's sort of uh, it, it's going okay. So good, yeah. good. It's it it's. I mean, I enjoy writing. I mean. It's. It, it, do you find your style is more observational then? So you you pick up cues from yeah. people you've seen. I think a friend of mine uh, described my work as uh, funny people going through difficult stuff. And so like I think that's um, it's not far wrong really because it's like um, it's just like the old adage is like write what write what you know and sort of write because. I think, like, like, you know, the fact is stranger than fiction, right? Mm. I think, like, then if that happens, then it all, uh, I think, 
it makes it richer, I think. I yeah, I think so too. I really enjoy comedy that kind of not not well not not comedy, just uh, yeah. art in general that kind of looks into um, real people, like what what it's it's everyday experiences that people go through ordinarily. Yeah. Um, without, without sort of get without sort of getting too wanky. Oh gosh. I swore this is really Don't worry. terrible. I must, I must stop. Like, but like, it's like it's sort of it's about what it means to be human, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that is. But I think if we if we can write that, and then like that's how that's sort of why people that's why people care. Like, I think when like when I'm writing, and I think maybe with a lot of others as well, it's like why. Why should people care about the thing you're writing? Like, I think if you can if you can find that sort of human connection, then it like it really uh, because it's someone that uh, everyone's yeah. been through, yeah. or, like at least some people have experienced. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So, is there? Obviously, we're still kind of in lockdown at the minute. We're on our way out. Hopefully, um, what sort of stuff have you been working on? Have you been able to? Because obviously, if you observe people, it's it's we haven't been able to go out to observe people as much. So, what sort of stuff have you been doing over lockdown? Well, it's it's funny because uh, I think like like actually like now there's so like theatre has become so more accessible. Like the fact the fact that we're like even here, mm -hmm. like having this conversation, yeah, like over over Zoom now. Like I'm in my kitchen, and <laughs> then like, like when when could that have happened before? And I think yeah. like I think definitely going forward, there's some there's stuff that like I'd really like I'd really like to keep. Like so, uh, May last year did and did a did a week's R and D on a piece. It was just all all like this, you know, and we. Uh, we just sort of sat and, you know, like zooming with actors from their houses, and it was, you know, it was really, really nice. I think that that's something I wanted to touch on as well. Actually, it's I think it's def it's made it more like not just physically accessible for people, like if people mm -hmm. couldn't make it to the theatre or whatever, but it's also kind of made it more financially accessible as well. So for people who couldn't necessarily afford a day out to the theatre, because let's face it. it pretty yeah. expensive isn't it so i think for people that um couldn't normally afford to do that if you're getting a wider audience through the internet then it, it's it works out to less per ticket so it i think yeah. in the long run if if this if this keeps up it's it, i think it'll be good for everybody because it gets yeah. more people involved in in theater yeah definitely like that being said though like i think i'm really missing just like that sort of just sort of being at a bar afterwards, just <laughs> talking about what you see, like yeah. you know, or like seeing sort of like yeah you know, that you know seeing someone try and reenact Pulp Fiction with a bucket and a piece of string, just to, you know that sort of like I'd quite like to see that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think you should definitely you should definitely give that a go. Try that, like, a bucket and a piece yeah. of string. Yeah, I'll speak to Josh. I'll see what he says. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll be getting. <laughs>
yeah it it's definitely um it it's it's one of those things, isn't it, where obviously you're not going to get the same experience as actually physically going to the theatre and you're, you know, packed in shoulder to shoulder with people. But it's it's a good, kind of like a gateway, really. It's a good way yeah. to, like people who maybe necess- haven't necessarily been to the theatre before. It's a good way to get people involved. Like, they don't have to make the big commitment of making it a night out, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I think it's... The simple fact you're just watching it and you're pajamas. Mm. And, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't have to get dressed. That's that's the no, best part about it, I think, isn't it? Sort of, it? Yeah, it sort of feels less of a less of a big. I, big I would. Game, I honestly would. If if someone came to my shows in their pajamas, even in the theatre, you know I wouldn't mind like, too much. No, that's the sort of things that you know sort of need to happen because like it breaks down barriers. I could get on board with that. Yeah, I I think we need to make it a movement. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, it's, 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 do you find that people, especially from the Wolverhampton, because obviously you're from from Wolverhampton, the same as me and Josh, um, do you find that the people from Wolverhampton aren't necessarily as engaged in theatre or how do you find it from your perspective? I, I, I just think it's like, like, knowing it's just knowing where to look i think there's probably a theater community in most in most areas but it's mm-hmm. not because like like everything's so centric to like london it's like so when i so i graduated in 2013 and don't know if you found this but like there was probably about 18 months where I sort of felt like I felt like I was doing everything in the world, but mm-hmm. also like not doing a lot as well. Because you know what it's like—it's just rejection after rejection. It, it, yeah, definitely. And then, like, and then one day, um, it was when I went along to the fourteen forty-eight Wolverhampton launch in twenty uh, in. 2015, I think it was. Um, I found Arena and Neil there, and uh, who's like, this is usually a place. This is a place for artists to come and try out new work. You know, they're monthly new writing nights where mm-hmm. if you've got an idea, like his their entire ethos is to just you know send your idea along if it's a thing. You, know, you want to try out on the back of you know a, a box of matches, that's fine. I think finding a place like finding a place like Arena really like opened so many doors, like not least because it gave me people to write for. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that I, I did that I didn't need to, you know, uh, sort of um fill in rings and rings of applications just to get in the door. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I only found out about their because um, it's it's is it, you said it once a month, isn't it? Yeah. So they they do it once a month where they everyone can kind of view each other's work in progress kind of things, can't they? Yeah. Um, and I only found out about that just after we started the just the theatre company last year, um, and obviously we like they haven't been able to do it recently, yeah. um, but it's definitely something we'll utilise when. When we're laid back in all the yeah, I don't. I 
on it, honestly, I don't think I'd be here having this conversation with Peter if it wasn't for Arena, really. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. a good, it, it, it's because it's yeah. a small theatre as well, isn't it? It's owned by your University of Wolverhampton. Yeah. And, um, and that, that, it, it's definitely a good kind of inspiration, like watching other yeah. people do work. Because that was what the, I, I don't know whether you found the same, but watching other people create work at yeah. university kind of spurred me on to create my own. And now, yeah. since I left university, I kind of didn't have anything. It was kind of, I kind of felt a little bit redundant and I'm not watching anything. Like I'd go to the theatre every couple of weeks or whatever, but apart from that, there was no... Yeah, and you know that still happens now. Like I, I still st- see stuff sort of seven, eight years on, and I'm still as invigorated as I was. Yeah, and like that, that will still happen. Mm. Like that sort of, you know, we see stuff that makes you wanna, makes you wanna get better, improve, and that's sort of what Arena did. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, it's definitely something that would be useful for any um, any artists in the Wolverhampton area if they don't know about it already. Yeah. Um, it's something that me and Josh will be using as well, definitely, as we start to... As, as soon as we're able to get back into a space and start devising again. Oh, mate. Um, just, I'll just get all my mail forward. So, you know, <laughs> Straight I mean, to the arena. Then, like, uh, they don't know it yet, but uh, I'll let them know. <laughs> 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 I'm sure it won't be a problem. It's been it's been really difficult, uh, especially especially if you're not a solo performer. It's been difficult to create stuff. Um, obviously, people have been doing stuff over Zoom and stuff, but like we said earlier, it's just not uh, not the same, is it? No, no, I mean, look, but like we said, like I still really love it today. So yeah, like, I'm I'm also involved in as. Uh, with a uh, monthly poetry night at Arena, uh, poets, prattlers, and pandemonialists who do an awful lot of work with spoken word in both Wolverhampton and the Black Country as a whole. And I think they've, uh, you know, still they've done uh, they've done nights on Zoom and stuff, and it's just been like it's just been so good, sort of, to see sort of everyone still doing their thing from from uh their bedrooms really yeah yeah okay it's 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 different but the way that people everyone in the industry is kind of adapted is amazing really like like everyone in the world's been faced with this Mm. uh with with well with covid and yeah. we've all had to adapt. And luckily, theatre is one of the ones that has adapted quite quickly, especially the arena. Like the yeah. arena have done quite a lot, haven't they? Because they've been doing yeah, they've um, they've been doing shows in the meantime, as well as um, the the poetry groups. And um, so, yeah, the the arena because uh, uh, we're quite lucky in Wolverhampton, really, because we've got more than one theatre. We've got the arena, and yeah. we've got the the Grand Theatre as well. So. Yeah, we it it's a good. Uh, so it's, right, eh? it's all right, eh? It's a good place it's to a be. Bit cold, yeah. but so well, right. it, it 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 was yesterday when it was snowing, but oh, we'll no. we'll make it through. We'll make yeah, it through. It's all right. <laughs> um, 
So tell me a little bit more. I wanted to talk a little bit more about where you draw your inspiration from. So you said it's from people. Um, do you go out actively looking for people or is it just family and friends or? It's sort of a bit of everywhere, really. So like, um, you know, just like, yeah, newspapers, just like, and often like, I always find that like, if the idea is good enough, I'll always remember it and well, so I won't need to write it down. Like mm. the good ones will always stick. Like, and then I can, I can sort of go from there really. And what, what, what's your sort of process? How do you do it? Like what, what, what's your journey that you go on? So, um, it's changed actually a ton. It's, it's always evolving. If you asked me maybe four or five years ago, I would have just said, oh, you know, I'll just go help for leather straight to the writing. But actually what's happened now is I, um, is I feel like I need to know a bit of a skeleton, of, you know, as to whatever I'm writing, I need to sort of know where it's going. Mm -hmm. So I can, you know, sort of map out the scaffolding, as it were, and then, Look, as the as the process gets deeper into it, I can start to like you know, sort of uh, just sort Fill of in the gaps. It, make, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just <clears throat> I think that's it, I think that's yeah. kind of how I write as well. It's 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 kind of like get an idea in your head, and then just kind of like draft it out, and it ends up being yeah. like five minutes long, and then you've got to kind of like figure out ways to yeah. make it engaging and exciting and which is, I think is the most difficult part. I don't know about you. I think one of the best, uh, the best piece of writing advice I've ever got was uh, getting it right is a process, not an event. So in the sense that like, like, like getting to the end isn't, like you don't wake up one morning and there's like a trumpet fanfare outside of your window because <laughs> you've like you've won and you've got the, you end. Have the epiphany. Like, yeah, it's a thing that will happen like over the course of many, many, many versions mm -hmm. um, of it, of it, and then gradually you'll reread it and think, ah, oh, that's well, that's probably, and then that's pretty all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but of course, that being said, like, like there's no, there's no sort of, you know, hard and fast rules really about it. like how anyone should do anything creative. This is like, like I know people that can just like make beautiful stuff and just like, you know, half an hour's worth of like just, you know, just going straight into the writing, and that's great too. Um, yeah. I'm quite envious of them, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I, I, I wish I was one of those people, but yeah. I, I think, like you say, it's, it's different for everybody. It's one of those where, um, where it's, it, it, I don't know. It, for, for me personally, it, it works as I kind of look at a person, I get an idea, and then I'm like, how can I? Like, how can I integrate this into yeah. maybe a different idea I've had six months earlier or whatever? Um, and I kind of combine stuff. 
um, different ideas that I've had. Yeah, it's like I find that you're always like, I'm, I, even if I'm not writing, I'm still always thinking about you know narrative structure. Yeah, <laughs> like like it never it never like switches off. Like and like I I think that's like that's a really like good thing. Um, like and it's like, but also it's like it's important to like. Like be kind to yourself as well. Mm. Like during it, like so, I always try and make sure that whenever I can, I have like weekends off. Just to, obviously, it depends where I am with like deadlines and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if I can like give myself a couple of days just to recharge the batteries, and then yeah, so and then you can, you can you kind of have a yeah. it's 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 one of those things, isn't it, where. People say if you're working on something, you need to have like a break and then come back to it. Like with yeah. writing essays and stuff when I was at uni, people are like, write some, have a break and then go back to it, see how you feel about it. And it's quite difficult to switch off when you're writing stuff. I find like um, it's 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 difficult to kind of, especially if you've been thinking about it all day, like switching off that gauge is really difficult to do. I don't know whether you find the same. I think like it's like it's all so so really good as well, just to like talk, like hang out with friends that aren't in theatre, or Mm. like just like just so they like because like they're not going to care whether you're stressed out about you know your your third act climax that day. like and I just. Keeps you grounded, doesn't it? I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's it's good to hang around people that don't that you know. You like, I've got this idea, and they're like, okay, put it in your notes then, and <laughs> stop talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, <laughs> so you spoke a little bit about fourteen forty eight Wolverhampton earlier. Um, yeah. I found out about 1448 through when I was at uni in Leicester. So I, I found out about that yeah, while I was were, there. Yeah. Um, so would you want to tell everybody what 1448 is? Yeah, so uh, essentially it's just um, sort of like who, whoever you'd need to make theatre in... So 1448 is um, it's, uh, 14 plays... That are that have been uh, cre- that have been written, cast, uh, designed, and uh, sort of learned and scored, all within all within a weekend. So mm-hmm. everyone gets together on the Thursday night, draws a theme for that first lot of first lot of shows, and then um, seven seven writers. Have until eight o'clock the following morning to uh, submit a ten minute ten minute play, uh, six, uh, six pages or fewer on that theme, and then the next morning it's all cast at random, and then uh, people uh, throughout the day they you know learn the lines, music is scored, and then at eight o'clock that night uh, the play goes up. And uh, those seven plays are then performed, 
and then uh, after the eight, after the eight o'clock show, the audience then pick the theme for the following night's plays, and then this process is all repeated again on the Saturday. So hence the fourteen plays in forty-eight hours. It's it. I, yeah. I must admit, I've never been to a fourteen forty-eight. I tried to go last year, but because of work, I couldn't make it. But um, you should come. It's really it, good. I, I'll definitely be coming when it starts up again. I'll have, I'll have to put the time off work. It's. I bet everybody's exhausted by the end of it. Oh, they are, but it's it's so fun. Yeah. Because like like everybody like everyone who turns up, like particularly from the audience point of view, like they're all aware of like the, of like how these were created. Yeah. So it's like. Like everyone like, just knows, and he's really like he's really kind. And I think like, but also the thing that excites me most, like just as much at the festival, is the stuff that like is the stuff that that like, that comes out of it. So the festival itself is like everyone gives up their own time and does it voluntary. Mm -hmm. But actually, like the stuff that's really exciting is the collaborations that come out of that. So I got my first ever uh, writing gig professionally from someone I knew that was that did fourteen forty eight through the me. festival. Um, and it's just like yeah, there's often yeah this talk of like engagement and legacy in the arts, and I think like what. Bob, Amy, and Neil have done with uh, 1448 um, is is magic. Uh, actually, the re the another amazing thing is it stopped and then it came over to here. And there's like some ice cross pollination. Of, so like we get people from Seattle come over here and do it. Like people from here have gone over there, and it's just like it's like it's at, like it's really transatlantic, and like that's amazing. Look now, like yeah, now there's fourteen forty eight takeover, uh, which is where the kids, uh, kids will write the plays that are then performed by professional actors, and that is like that is insane. In the best way possible. Because how old, how old are the was, how old are the kids who are writing those? And they're like they they're like uh, in between like eight and eleven, I think. Like I bet that is amazing. Yeah, they're supported by like workshop leaders and stuff. So in the, the last one that was done um, a couple of months ago, I think there was like someone ended up on the moon, and there was somebody selling umbrellas. It's just, it's just mad and insane, and it's like, and yeah, and sort of like to know that like, like this is how like they start, they start in you know dead young doing it. It's like yeah, it's like I wish what what a grounding. Yeah, I definitely yeah. wish that I kind of started doing more stuff that early. It, it I think. Obviously, I don't regret anything, but it would have been great to kind of get that experience, especially being surrounded by so many other professionals as well. It would have been great to... 
Yeah, I think you know what? It's like everyone's on a like it's corny, but everyone's on a everyone's on a journey. Mm. At the end of the day, and it's like you know you've got to go your own pace and just like know that if you keep plugging away, something will happen. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It it it's. I think especially like that them being so young. Well, they are they, well, they are young, aren't they? Them being so young, it's it's an inspiration to them to see people like yourself and all the yeah. others doing doing the yeah, work that you're doing. Been. Yeah. So I think if you can get the seed planted early on that um, theatre is exciting and it can be fun and it's not all because it and it's not all like deaths and drama. Then. Um, yeah. I think that's where you get the engagement earlier on. Yeah, well, it's it's making sure that it stays in schools, in it, mm-hmm. which, like, is, uh, you know, that people can take it as a lesson, which, you know, now is becoming more and more challenging to keep it on the curriculum because, yeah. you know, obviously, sort of, like, Governments, uh, you know, making decisions and whatnot. Yeah. Like, uh, the flip side of that is like people like yourself who are going into schools and like giving it that, giving people that time and that that engagement, which is actually the same, you know, the same thing that I think both of us might have had mm. actually. Yeah, uh, definitely. You know, with, with sort of our education and to know that you're, uh, like you're at the forefront of that, I think. Uh, yeah, it's all. It's well, been a good place. I, I, de- I think it's definitely important because obviously we, you, you were in the musicals. We both went to the same school. For anyone who's oh. listening who doesn't know us, we both went to the same secondary school. Um, and Michael took part in the in the musicals. What oh. what musicals did you do at oh. school? What what didn't like what didn't I do? Liam <laughs> is the question. Just, I think I just hung around enough for long. Like, <laughs> and people were like, well, we should maybe make him do something. <laughs> That's the trick, isn't it? You just gotta you just gotta hang around. Sort of all went from there, really, but like, <laughs> like uh, we we were like I think we were lucky though, because like I, I went really big. On, on the musical when mm-hmm. sort of where we were and like it's just hey, it's really fun but also like if you wanted to like if you knew you wanted to maybe go on and do that then like that was okay too and like I, I, I never sort of felt weird for wanting to do that and it, yeah it was just yeah that that was it wasn't it was you had this massive group of people. Sometimes it could be up to it was it was like up to fifty people, yeah. wasn't it? Sometimes, oh, um, like that stage was packed. Yeah, I think actually, like it got to the point where he would actually invent. I mean, I don't want to get anyone into trouble here, but sort of invent, you know, roles for people. We, to, it's uh, creative. Uh, it, it's we, we took uh, creative. Uh, I can't think of the word. Anyway, we we yeah. 
It's wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Basically, it's just really good. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was definitely. Um, it was one of those things where you kind of got that. Yeah. Um, you got the experience of working with other people for the first yeah. time, really. Like, obviously, you were you, we did drama and stuff, but um, to to do it with other people who were actually passionate about drama, because let's be honest, in drama class, you, you had the people who weren't as um, who weren't as passionate. But, but like, um, like even even that that like even that is something like. I guess it's like not everyone who does drama is going to go on and want to do it as a job. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the, it's that sort of like it's the um, like how to how to work with people is like a really important skill. Yeah, like definitely. how to. I think to lose that is a really like it would be a real shame, and I hope that like. Going forward, the people that make these decisions and uh, I, I, I definitely agree. It's, it, it's because I, I recently wrote a little bit about because oh, I've, I've just applied for my teacher training. Um, I recently wrote a little bit about what drama does for for young people, and it's not just that it like they don't just learn how to act. It's, it's like that they, they can learn history. They can learn yeah. like it, it enhances their English skills. It's it's any multitude of things and and doing drama doesn't necessarily mean you have to act or you have to write necessarily it can be it, it can be anything there's, there's so many um there's so many different aspects of it that people i think people don't realize at first because it's kind of taken for granted when you see a show yeah yeah so Definitely. um I think it's important to get people engaged with theatre because it, I know people who hate acting, like can't stand acting at all, but then they want, they enjoyed like the technician side of it. So they enjoy doing lighting or sound or some stuff like that. And Absolutely. so it's kind of yeah. um, something for everyone, isn't it? Uh, of course. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we spoke a little bit about 1448. Do you, I don't know whether you know any other creative uh, stuff that goes on in Wolverhampton that you can inform the people about? So, um, uh, po- Poets, Chaplains, and Pandemonialists are a, um, all right, a spoken word collective who do uh, so much, so much work for spoken word artists and poetry within. Wolverhampton and the Black Country as a whole. So you should definitely go on what those are. Um, there's also a Flexus Dance Company who are, I think, uh, continuing to do a lot of stuff online too. And basically, it's just really exciting mm-hmm. just to see where this city will will grow too really yeah i think it's great because um yeah because wolverhampton council are obviously putting a lot of money into the city at the moment um i don't know if they've won the lottery or something but it's it's either way it's great Um, it's in the train station yeah it's in the train station i haven't seen it recently but i saw it when it was halfway through and it's looking good yeah 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 
It's, yeah. I think hopefully, like obviously they're sprucing the place up. It's and it's starting to look really good now. Um, mm. So ho- hopefully yeah. that brings some more, more fountains. In. What we need in it. Pardon? Yeah, definitely. More fountains. That's what we need. More fountains. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere needs a fountain. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's um so if if anybody who's listening is unsure about where to find all of their uh their creative stuff while they're in lockdown or afterwards, um keep an eye on the Arena Theatre Facebook page because I know I know they do a lot yeah. anyway. Um they 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 have some really good work there and they have they have small and big artists from up and down up and down the country, don't they? It's their yeah, that tours yeah. there. Really brought them in, and I can't. <laughs> we had we, me and Lewis actually spoke about the Arena Theatre in the last podcast as well. People are going to start to okay. think we're sponsored, yeah. but we we're not. We just really like them. They're just very yeah. good, yeah. very good people. Yeah, no, um, they're really good. Yeah. So, um, is so with your writing? Is there anything in particular? Obviously, you said, um it's kind of observational on people what kind of theater do you write is it more comedy or how what do you well i i tend like not i think writing flat out comedy is really daunting because i think if you're writing comedy for like um yeah it's like sitting down going right for the next 45 minutes i'm gonna be really funny like and that, like that, sometimes doesn't tend to happen. So, like, what I try to do is sort of like find find the funny in 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 sort of drama, really, mm. I guess. And I think because, like, again, it sounds corny, but it's probably about like finding finding a truth, really, I suppose. Uh, like, and if you can find. If you can find the comedy in that in that truth, then I think like a, a silver lining kind of thing. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I think it 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 helps you realise um, that there's kind of good in everything in some aspects, isn't there? Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, is there anything in particular you've been working on during lockdown, or have you just been kind of writing little bits here and there? Uh, just uh, finished a, uh, a couple of radio things. Uh, so hopefully, we'll be given the green light soon. And um, uh, been writing a play that I, I can't talk about yet. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, like it's, it's really exciting, and I'm, you know. It's been a tough year as it has been for for everyone, Definitely. and I'm just uh, really glad that there might be some light at the end of the tunnel. Definitely. Um, well, you'll have to keep us updated on that because we we're, we're excited to hear whatever oh, you've got in store. Um, Likewise. Well, we're we're hoping because I think me and Josh both work better um, devising rather than writing. Um, I do write occasionally, and I think Josh does too. But it's bet I find it as a performer easier to kind of be in a room together and to start working stuff out yeah. first. So hopefully, oh, you're bouncing ideas off each other, aren't you? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I think once we're allowed to, we're going to try and find a little space to 
try and create some stuff oh. and we'll see how that goes. But we'll we definitely keep, keep people wait. posted. Oh, it's it's so exciting. Nice. Isn't it? I'll be so there, exciting. don't worry. Yeah. Um so in terms because obviously we talk we've talked about lockdown quite a bit, the the L word. Um have you have you like watched any theatre during lockdown? What have you watched ex- this exercise? So I, I subscribed to uh, uh, National Theatre at Home. Okay, uh, yeah, and uh, saw War Horse. There was, mm-hmm. you know, it was really really nice. Um, just like I think sometimes you just can't beat a massive. Show with a big budget. Oh, definitely. Some films. of their some of their stuff is absolutely incredible. Like yeah. their costumes and their set and stuff is, um, it's unreal. Like I haven't seen anything like yeah. it. So yeah, because yeah. I, I, they were doing the yeah. they were doing them for they were like streaming them on YouTube for free, weren't they? At the start of lockdown, and I I, I tried to catch all of them because I used to watch I used to watch it when they streamed it to the to the cinemas. Yeah. So I'd go and watch it at the cinema, but it's it's they are really good they are really good yeah definitely um yeah no definitely so um we'll start kind of wrapping up a little bit but um so i'll just ask a last last few questions but there's no there's no rush um what is so as as an audience member what's the best theater experience you had so, um, oh, I mean, there's so many, but one that sticks out in my mind, uh, are, uh, maybe four, four years ago, I saw, uh, like, Ramps on the Moon, who are an inclusive company, work with uh, both uh, disabled and non-disabled performers. They did a uh, production of Tommy, the, uh, the rock opera, by the Who, oh yeah, and that so I saw that at, in Birmingham, and like it was because for those who don't know, I, um, I'm a wheelchair user, got cerebral palsy, and like to see like disabled performers, like like do a full like do a full step like stage a full length musical that like went on tour and went everywhere and loads of people saw it. It was just, like, I felt like I saw me on yeah. stage. Like, I think that's really important, that, isn't it? Like, yeah. And like, yeah, that is, that is so crucial because I think that like the more diverse, you know, stories we tell, then like those who see are, are recognized. Mm-hmm. in the world and like that's only ever a good thing yeah i think especially for you know uh, young young the uh, sorry young wheelchair users who are interested in yeah getting included in the theater but they they don't feel like possibly that they don't that it's more difficult for them that i think it's important that anybody can be included in it yeah i think that's what like that's what um we, yeah we have to like realize that like there like there are you know barriers to you know formal training um for like disabled people uh might face but equally 
like like that like that's changing and hopefully like like now in years to come like like it's getting better and there's so like grey are you I'm also involved with the gun like there's so much work on that front and like we've got a long way to go but there are there are people out there who are like who are absolutely like paving the way for others mm-hmm. and if I can play a small part in that then be- well you definitely you definitely are you, you you you're an inspiration to a lot of people it's it because you do incredible work we we if you haven't looked at any of Michael's work you have some videos on YouTube don't you um, I was having a quick look the other day. I was having a quick peruse. Did you Google me? Liam? I, I googled. I did my research. You see, it's what it's oh, what a good uh, it's what a good interviewer does. You see, <laughs> I make me bluff. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's your best experience as an audience member. Mm-hmm. What was your what's your best theatre experience as a performer? Oh. Now this is like I think I think the first because I've acted for forty for fourteen forty eight as well as writing for it. Uh, like actually, like what that what that like it made me a better writer when I acted for it because actually like, when you sort of go into that environment as you know as a writer you, you know you like you want it to be good and you start to think about you know. What where the structure is and like what the play is, but actually I think when you act for it, like all you really want is a couple of good characters. You can mm. hang your hat off for a couple of days. Yeah, and so it's just really fun, and I would encourage anyone to to do it really if, if you're interested in that. I suppose it, it's good as well because you get to play. Um... It's always something different, isn't it? With fourteen forty-eight, there's there's so much <laughs> variety, and um, you know, it, it's it's really it's 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 really interesting what they do, and I'm you definitely looking to. Yeah. Look. You can't be typecast, or, you know, for one thing. There's like, you know, like the one night I played uh, play truth, as in, so the the thing was set in a dictionary. And so I was true. Someone else was like discourse. Another person, <laughs> and like, yeah, it was just like who would have who would have envisioned that at the start of the weekend? You know, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that Crazy. that that's what's that's what's good about uh, theatre in general, isn't it? Like, it, it's such an open book that you, you know, like you say, there's no um, there's no hard and fast rules. There's no you know. Mm certain way to do stuff that you've kind of got free reign over whatever you want to do yeah absolutely yeah i love that i love that um yeah that's good well there is one final question and i asked it to lewis and i'm going to ask it to you right if you could be a biscuit what biscuit would you be oh my god like you're really oh I don't this has caught me off guard a little bit I, I don't know uh well I don't like probably maybe a, I, don't, I don't know <laughs> a, 
a chocolate chip cookie other than like uh, for no other reason other than the fact that I just really I uh, just quite like them. Uh, and I don't I don't know. <laughs> I, I think that's it's a good really, choice. I think that's reasonable. Oh, let's let's go with that. <laughs> a chocolate chip cookie. Okay, ask, we'll accept ask that. Ask me one. that in a week and you won't get a different answer. A different answer. It depends what's yeah. been put in the grocery shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um that's lovely. Well, thank you for um for chatting to me today. It's been lovely. Oh, pleasure. Um, is there have you got any social media that you want to plug or any anything yeah, else? Yeah, so uh, people can follow me on uh Twitter, I'm at Michael underscore Salvin. Uh, so follow me, follow me on there. And um, yeah, just uh, like, on Twitter. Um, yeah, that, lovely. That's me. Uh, and like I say, you can catch some of his some of his stuff on YouTube as well, which I found out during my research. So have a look on there too, because um, he's a um, he's a very uh, talented man. Uh, I'm, I'm worried what you want to sound now is, is there are a couple of there are a couple of all right poems on there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was looking at the poetry. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at the poetry and it's 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 amazing. It's it's really oh, great work. Cheers. Um, so you can you can also follow um, your theatre company if you uh, we're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. It's Aomi Theatre Co. Or you can look on our website, which is ourmetheatrecompany.co.uk as well. Um, if you think you'd be a good guest to to be on our podcast, you can get in touch with us through our website. Um, or if you think you know somebody who'd be a great guest as well, uh, you're more than welcome. We'll we'll email you back and we'll have a chat. Um, but this has been the second episode of the Army Theatre Podcast. And I've been talking to Michael Southern. Thank you very much, Michael. Pleasure. And thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Thank you.